You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Yeah, it's that time where I welcome you to another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast. My name is Mark Seaman. His is Matt Kleinschmidt. I'm back, baby. Joe, way yeah, yeah, you are, and you need to learn some mic technique. We are. I the am. Lap- I hold it like this. I'm holding oh. kind of like a Glock, like bluck, bluck. Yeah, you are not LL Cool J. Let's we'll start bluck. there. I'm going back to Cali. Bluck, bluck. We are the laughbutton.com. So go to that website. Get all you your latest comedy technique. news. You don't fucking respect the mic technique. I will promise you this: there will be a mic technique reference in today's interview. Well, of course there will be. Do you know who today's interview Dude, is? Dude, I'm pissed about this interview this week. Why? Because I missed it. Because well, <laughs> like, I was I was out sick last week. I had uh I had a I had a venereal disease. That's oh, not Jesus. true at all. Uh you, you TMI clients, man. TMI. You didn't get throat no, cancer. I uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I uh I got ill, man. I got ill. I woke up in the morning, I wasn't feeling too well, and I was like I could count on one hand how many times I've like called out of work because of a sickness. Right. And this was one of those times and it was like the worst day cuz like we interviewed like seven people that day. Well, we didn't do anything. No, no, no. Of course, well, we were scheduled to interview seven people. <laughs> so you did all the interviews. Yeah, I had and, to do all the interviews. And man. this was one I was seriously seriously looking forward to for a long time and uh Well, just, well, it happened. It happened and uh yeah. we have the proof and it'll be on this episode of the podcast. Yes. Our special guest joining us will be TJ Miller, TJ uh, one of the stars Miller. of Dead Pool, TJ Miller, TJ Miller, a stand-up comedian, dude. Yeah, he is. Love TJ. I he's the best. TJ TJ was a fan of the Laugh Button. Long, long back in the day, I guess he used like he would like do interviews with other people and like he would name drop us in interviews on like competitors' websites. Oh, it's great. We go, these dudes are great. They know their shit in comedy. So like, I was really looking forward to like hanging with TJ and just kind of thanking him for all the love over the years. And I didn't because I was sick. That's what you get for uh, eating whatever you're I eating. Had I had colon guess. cancer. Oh Jesus, man! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the movie Deadpool, which you pancreatic in cancer currently <laughs> uh, did all right. It made a handful of dollars. Ball cancer. Listen, the main character of Deadpool, Wade Wilson, has cancer throughout all of his entire body. I was just I, in honor. That's a terrible tie-in, man. Are you trying to say this podcast has taken a left turn? No, no, I don't think it's taken any turns. I think yeah. it stopped dead in its tracks. Oh, geez, buddy, no. I listened to last week's episode with you and Bram. That oh, pod, man. that podcast stopped left dead in its tracks. Yeah, um, after about a solid, you know, forty minutes of pure gold, Bram, killing it out. Bram, right, Bram was straight up doing the major league shit of like. Pop fly caught dynamite dropping. <laughs> I, I will say that broadcasting uh, school's really paying off. Bram had about one second of preparation. Yeah, you you basically threw a microphone in his hand and said, "Talk, talk <laughs> words into this right now." But he is the pun master as far as the office is Listen, concerned. Puns only get you so far. Uh, they, and and that was proven <laughs> because I set him up, and he didn't even bring a bat to the plate. <laughs> he just. 
He was like, what, me just walking up to my walk-up music's not good enough? Here's the best part about it. He's literally sitting in the same room as we talk shit. I'm looking him right in the face as I say <laughs> it. The wrong oh, man. All right, so look, let's yes. get serious. Yes. T.J. Miller, Deadpool. it's our guest, uh, stand-up comedian first and foremost, T.J. Yes. Miller, and he's uh, spun that off into a very fine acting career. Yeah. Uh, Silicon Valley is obviously a monster hit. Yeah, fantastic uh, runaway show. Any movie he's soon. in, he steals the scenes, man. He steals the movie. Even movies you don't see him in i.e. cloverfield yes cloverfield the original movie he stole through yeah. narration he was basically yeah he was basically the narrator the guy he was the camera in cloverfield that's right and Which i don't uh, know if that's like really like if that's like public knowledge how well that's known what the tj was the guy i mean he's in the credits i guess it's definitely his voice yeah but you don't see him so like i don't know if you really like if anyone really kind of puts that correlation together no, probably not like but... like because like a lot of people like cite like yogi bear because like he did that whole stunt where he actually like auditioned with a real life bear right when he was act auditioning for yogi bear and he's also the voice of the mucinex guy yes the guy shock who does top right? shock top beer He's in the commercials, and then he also does the voice of the character sometimes, doesn't yeah. he, correct? And uh, Vodka cr as well? Yes. Can't what does TJ stand for? You don't know? Thomas Jerome. No, I would have found out if we did an interview, but if I got the interview, but I don't know. I guess you'll just have to Thomas, listen to the interview with everybody Thomas else. Thomas Jerome. Is, is, you want to play, how much money do you want to place on that? Twin Jenkies. <laughs> <laughs> Tubby Jelly. I'll tell you what. You write down, right now, you write down three... Possibilities of what TJ stands for. Titty juggle. <laughs> I got nothing, dude. I got plenty of them. I got. Wow. <laughs> well, you're just gonna have to stay tuned. I know. Stay I know. tuned. We'll have to listen to the interview and find out like everyone else because I right. wasn't there. <laughs> Deadpool made over five dollars in its first. It weekend. made more than five and less than one hundred and thirty-five million. Yeah, I think it broke that. One thirty-four million, right? Is that what it was? I, I, think I thought it was one thirty-six. <laughs> well, whatever it was, it was projecting to make like sixty. So it seriously yeah. overachieved. It over doubled. <laughs> What it's uh, and the movie's great. Were. The movie is great. I saw it. I saw uh, it as I well, but we Bram's in the room. I want to respect Bram. You know what? Bram doesn't respect this. Respect Bram doesn't respect this podcast. So why should we respect Bram? Guys. I'm just joking. So yeah, well, I, saw, I also don't want to ruin it for the listeners. So who no, 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 no. Seen Here's it, yeah. what I will say about Deadpool, and I will do it spoilers free. Okay. It is fantastic. Yes. It is funny. Yes. The marketing behind the movie was great. Yes. It was clearly written from a point of view that was unique. Yes. They are passionate about it, mm -hmm. and like passion goes a long way because. It was a labor of love, and like you can clearly, clearly tell that everyone involved in this movie loved what they did. Well, Down they, to the, yes. from the acting to the directing to the writing to all of that, and I gotta say, man, you gotta give the the the, the movie theater a lot of credit, even though it took them forever to kind of just be like, okay, we'll get that the fuck out of the way, or either that, or we're just trending so well they just kind of jumped on board, like, yeah, we gotta be a part of this. But like, it was, it seemed like a movie that. Considering it was a superhero movie, considering it was, like those movies do usually very well, like it was kind of like uh, it was it was a very refreshing thing to see people do between you know everything from Pull the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Well, it, Guardians of the Galaxy was 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 a great movie, but again, passion, love—you could tell the people. Yes. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, said some really great things about the Deadpool movie, and they're really spot on. Basically. Everyone said this movie can't be R. It can't. It only sells so many millions of cop tickets. Blah blah blah. All all the usual bullshit you hear about. You know, studios not wanting to do a rated R movie. Basically, they can't do this, and kids can't go, and all the kind of stuff. And it literally made movie more than like all those other movies. Um, James Gunn basically said, 
Hollywood's going to learn the, lo- the wrong things from this movie. They're not going to learn everything I just said, passion, laborers of love, you people who care about the project. They're going to learn that, oh, we'll make it rated R and have a, f- uh, a couple curse words here and there, and then all of a sudden it's going to be a fantastic movie. And uh, sure enough, like literally like today, the new Wolverine movie is going to be rated R, um, which I think is going to be a good thing because Wolverine is, you know. Well, you'll get to see the. He's uh, a berserker, nutso character, but at the same time, it's you'll like. You'll get to see him actually cut people. <laughs> You know what it's going to be? It's like it's like the rated R superhero movie is going to be the new like in 3D. Because <laughs> like 3D was the hot shit for like three years and then now no one cares. So what happens when we get to uh, Wolverine in 3 double D like Piranha? Well, I'm thinking Wolverine in space, kind of like the Friday the 13th Jason in space kind of thing. No, the point I'm trying to make is like, like James Gunn said, Hollywood's going to learn all the wrong lessons from this. And so far, they are not proving him incorrect. <laughs> right. And it's only been like 24 hours since he made this declaration. Well, congratulations to uh, TJ and the rest of the gang over at Deadpool. Yeah. Um, they crushed it, knocked it out of the park. Go see it if you haven't seen it yet. And uh, look, in, in our interview, too, I'll let everyone know, uh, we, we don't spoil anything in, in oh, our good. discussion with TJ. That's good. We talk about it. But yes. we don't uh, we don't do anything that's you know damaging to the people. You know what another thing it? I love about T.J. Miller? Just do a Google search for any of his like morning show appearances. Oh yeah, the, like he goes amazing. to like, he'll go to like Des Moines, Iowa, or someplace in the middle of nowhere, or whatever, and just go up on their morning show and just be like a total. Matt, you're going to like this interview. Here's why. No, I don't like this interview because I'm pissed I missed Here's it. Here's why you're going to like it even more. Why? We specifically discussed. No, that makes me hate it even a more. A television affiliate. Interview that TJ did just but, before, but here's uh, why. But that's why I hate it more then, because I'm I was there to <laughs> well, not let's have move these away conversations with. Let's him. talk uh, some comedy news. TheLaughButton.com. Make sure you go there to get all the latest. Uh, plenty of interviews there as well as our past podcast. If you need to play catch up, you can download them. Yes, and uh, ones and with me on them. <laughs> Well, I can tell you right now, the next I, six don't I include know, you. I know, because you so. did them all in like 24 hours. That's what I sick. do, man. I rock it out. Uh, you son of a bitch. I rock bitch. it out. <laughs> all right. Uh, this just in. Flight of the Concords. They're going to reunite for the first time in three years. The, the last time the they United played States. the U.S. was the odd, the first oddball tour. Right. That was the last time. So they're they back. Had. They're back uh, this time at the this is a newer festival, Newport Folk Fest. Yeah. And it's starting to get some praise. It was ranked in 2015 as the best new fest, I think. Mm. And uh, they're going to make a splash here with you know with flight of the concords are you, are you excited for this you know what uh, yes flight of the concords are always a good time but i don't know if you know did you ever see jermaine's movie in 2015 what we do in the shadows yes so uh, yes. holy shit people it's amazing <clears throat> you must see this movie i cannot stress this enough like if you are at all fan of the flight of the concords you have to see this film it's a little tougher to get than like you know just pull up on netflix because i think it only is available via dvd you must. You can get it. You can stream a video on demand as well. Oh, cool! Because yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't get it on Netflix. Netflix no, streaming. No. You got to use like. like yeah, you got to like. You got to like yeah. pay money for it. But but it. But you pay for must. It. It's worth it. See this movie. Like, it's kind of the. How do we describe it? It's it's reality show office style meets vampires. Yeah, parody. Parody the, vampire, yeah, vampire meets office interview style, breaking the fourth wall type of thing. Yeah. I, it's fucking incredible. Like I don't know how else to describe it other than like I laughed my ass off when I saw this movie. And huge shout out to Taika Waititi, too, yes. who directed who this directed thing and it, also yes. stars in it. Uh, he was the the first person I met the first time I ever went to the HBO Comedy Arts Festival oh, okay. out in Aspen, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
just happened to land at the same time, met him by the luggage rack, and hit it off, hung out uh, yeah. quite a bit during that fest. And uh, he eventually came up to my old job, hung out again. Cool dude. Yeah. Who's done some really cool things, uh, including work with Flight yeah. of the Concords. And those, yeah, what those, we do in crew. the shadows is what it's called. It's, it's, it's fucking hilarious. It came out last year. I actually saw, I went to a taping of At Midnight with Jermaine and, and Tycho, uh, which was very, very fun. I saw them at Pianos in New York City. That's great. Uh, I don't. I can't. Maybe it was their first U.S. show. I can't remember. I knew nothing about it. I can't claim that I did. Yeah. But I had a friend uh, who was in deep at the UCB theater when I very first moved mm-hmm. to New York City, and was like, "Hey, I got this extra ticket. You gotta go to this thing. You can't miss it." Yeah. I'm like, "What is it?" He's he's like, "Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> come." I did. We went to pianos. They they put chairs, which I'd never seen in pianos before ever. I don't think I've ever seen chairs in pianos either. So we yeah. went in there, grabbed a couple seats. Obviously, seating very limited. Yeah, like pianos with chairs. Pianos without chairs is like eighty people. With yeah. chairs, like thirty. <laughs> yeah, it was maybe fifty people. Okay, I felt like. Okay. <laughs> and and so it was Flight of the Concords. Yeah. And I'm looking around the room before they came out. And I'm like, oh no shit! Hey, look, it's Michael Showalter. Yeah, it's all oh, those dudes. Oh hey, look, it's you know. Whoever else, blah, blah, blah. The room was totally packed with... It was a foul comedy, with yes, comedy people. Comedy superstore, or superstars. And uh, Flight came out and just like crushed it. And I left just, oh my God, Flight of the Concord. Yeah, you know, until the great. end of time. So I but, caught them on that oddball tour with Chappelle. They were great. I that mean, was good? Like, oh yeah, it was great. Like... Listen, live comedy shouldn't work in a giant arena like the oddball tour. But it's really cool because like... It's it's like wow, stand up comedy has gotten to a point where it can fucking tour in these giant shacks around the country, twenty, thirty some dates a year, like a lineup of ten to fifteen comics. Like it's good. It's cool just for that experience of just being a fan of stand up. Even if you've seen every com- comedian on the bill once or twice or multiple times, it's just cool to go and be like, wow, all these people are here for comedy. It's great. So well, speaking of festivals, there's a brand new one we have to announce. Uh, Jash. If you know about that product, yes, Josh. Uh, can you name everyone involved with Jash who started it? Sarah Silverman, Reggie Watts, Adam Carolla, and Adam Carolla's writing partner, whose name's escaping me right now. Close. Got the first two right. Left out Sarah Silverman. I said Sarah Silverman. Michael Sarah? I didn't say Michael Sarah. Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric. Yes. I don't think they were the original ones, were they? I don't know. I don't know. Was, am I think of a different? If I think of a different video network, I think so. With Corolla, because Corolla was involved in the first one too. So I don't know. So yeah, but anyway, like, Jash has a new. But here's the funny out. thing about it: but I didn't realize Jash was still going around because yeah. it was a YouTube page. It was doing fine, it's doing well. I, but I didn't realize it was doing well enough to kick off its own festival. Well, they got their own festival, and it's yeah. coming here in 20, uh, 2016. Jash Fest. Yeah, I had to practice that a couple times. Jash Fest. Uh, and it's gonna That's be a, not going to be annoying after the third time you say it. No, and and, <laughs> and I don't know. Looking at it, I'm thinking just be Jash Fest. So don't I don't <laughs> well, know. It yeah, is funny. I like it the well, first time, but Jash yeah. Fest is kind of could be a spoof of the Jazz Fest down it in New Orleans. Could so. it could could but. well it's a two day destination weekend uh, that's going to happen starting April second. Where's the destination at? It's out in Los Angeles. Where else? That's uh, that's where they are. They're gonna have Los panels, Angeles. screenings, and uh, tons of people are gonna be out there, including all the people we named who actually run this this uh, channel on YouTube. And uh, I, look, we we say it all the time. There's a festival every single weekend if you look hard enough. And here's and you yet don't another. You don't even need to look that hard. Enough, no, that no hard. you don't have to you look that hard. You just anymore. read the laugh button and you'll know what's going on. Well, like any anything, there's so many more, more channels on television now. Yeah. There's a million podcasts you can. You can zero in on something so specific now. So, so if you like Reggie Watts, now yeah. there's a Reggie Watts fe- festival. 
You know what I mean? You can just go to the Reggie Watts Festival. Which and, I can only imagine what that would look like. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, I mean, and it's and it's a good thing. It's a good thing and a bad thing, I think, because it it takes away, at least for me, how special going to those said festivals were back in the day when yes. there were only a handful of them that ever happened. And you're like, oh my god, it went. There were 52 bands there, and it was the only time you could see all these different shows all in the same place. Now there's one every weekend, but. It also allows the opportunity for people to experience live comedy. Well, that's that's more the way frequently. that's the way I look at it. We right. get we get a, we get a little spoiled being in the New York market, the New York you know the big markets, New York, L.A., Chicago. Some of these festivals are great. Like Limestone is a perfect example. That, that's that's in the middle of like Indiana, like mm-hmm. Bloomington, Indiana. Like some of these festivals aren't in major metropolitan markets. So if they can get a Kyle Kinane to headline, that's awesome. If Kyle Kinane can go into a market and be like. You know, here's here's a market that I I don't necessarily uh, have a strong footing in, but this festival's established. Cool. Like so, for as much as, and I also wondering, and this might be us being uh, look, over the merrier, the more the merrier. Well, we're also overexposed to comedy, so like these festivals, all of them are on our radar versus maybe one or two of them being on the average person's. Bram, how many uh, comedy festivals can you name? Go. Uh, there's Oddball. There's uh, that Hawaii one that isn't happening. There's uh, your stuff at South by Southwest. Um, there's the Gilda Radner thing. There's Gilda, Comics Gilda's Life. If that counts. Yeah, that counts. Um, sure. That's not bad. Right? Uh, all right, so he did pretty well. Now, he did pretty now well. that's a guy I mean, who but, works in the room with us when he, we're talking and, about them. The point all I'm trying day. to make right. is so he rambled off six of them, and there's 52 weeks in the year. Right. Like there's you know there's there's Bridgewater, there's Bridgetown, there's there's all Dick no Jane. Well, actually, it's all Jane no Dick. Well, actually, I think they changed it. Yeah, now. they changed it now. I think it's not just all. It's Jane. Just all Jane. All Jane. All right, so a new and festival then, from Jash. The Check point that I'm trying out. to make is maybe we think there's too many festivals because we see them and write about all of them. Yeah, I, again, I don't think there's too many. There's just a lot. Yeah. And that's a good thing. More opportunities to see comedy. Anything that supports comedy, the more the merrier. All right. Uh, Speaking of Gilda's, we did. A, there was a really great article we just did about Gilda's Laugh Fest. Yes. Gilda's Laugh Fest is uh, celebrating its 60 year, and we're doing work with those guys, and we'll actually be at Gilda's Laugh Fest. Gonna be You'll up be there. there. You'll, You'll be, be up there. Taping some more podcasts Tape without support you, buddy. Podcast without me, buddy. Um, but yeah, Gilda's Laugh Fest. So we did a nice little like kind of like quick history of like Gilda's Laugh Fest, what you should know about it. Yeah. It's a really fantastic festival, obviously. It's more than just a fest, really. Yes, yeah. and, not, and unfortunately, it kind of was spawned from uh, a negative, i.e. Gilda Radner and the passing of her, but it's they've since turned it into something very positive. Yes. Um, so Raising read, some money for a good re, cause. Raising some money is a good cause. So real about Gilda's Laugh Fest. We'll be talking about that a, a decent amount in the future since we are going there. All right. This is pretty cool. Actually, two really cool things we got to talk to talk about before we get to the T.J. Miller interview. Uh, this one, uh, possibility, possibility, Jamie Foxx is going to be hitting the stand-up stage. Been a while this since that year. guy's done stand-up, man. It's been uh, quite some time, at least since it's been a central focus. Obviously, he's a hell of a singer, musician, and uh, you know the movies he does are all huge and they're all great. Um, but him going back they're up on all stage, great. yeah. No, okay, stealth sure. was bad. Was he in stealth? He, he was in stealth. Some of his early ones are fun. Are like, whoa, hey. I mean, listen, he's a, he's a fantastic actor. He's, he's won a goddamn Academy Award. He's like T.J. Miller to me. If the movie's bad, but he's in it, he's still funny. Oh like, yeah, he's still good. There's there's yeah. so many movies where it's like bad movie, great actor. That that right. happens plenty. There's also a lot of movies where it's like great comedian, bad movie. I.e. Almost everything Chris Rock's ever been in. Chris Rock is an iconic that, that guy. Yeah. That guy is like Mount Rushmore of comedians, but he can't. 
He can't do a solid. He doesn't have a solid movie career. Eddie Murphy's a great example too. Like that guy's untouchable as a stand-up, but like a lot of his movies, they don't traditionally do very well. You, you think CB4 holds up? I haven't. Well, I haven't seen that movie in a solid. Decade I mean, I liked plus. it when I saw it. I haven't it. seen it in a solid decade plus. So yeah, that's uh, some homework for us. Okay, CB4. Let's, but let's between now and the next podcast. Okay. You can find an hour and a half to find to watch CB4. Okay, and see and if then, it still holds up. Yeah, we're gonna see if it still holds up. Do you? Did you have an opinion about this either way? Uh, I haven't watched it in a, quite some time. It's been a either. long time since I've that, seen that's it. That's why I'm asking. I'm curious. All right. Well, anyway, back to Jamie Fox. Uh, he went on Instagram and uh, he started messing around with uh, Snapchat as well. Uh, he, he basically was all over the socials, and he was using some. He was contorting his face, and he was using some of the the functions on these apps. Yeah. And he started creating characters based on how his face was looking through, you know, contortions and whatnot. And he created like eight new characters, <laughs> and then he literally just stated, "I gotta get get back on the stage, and I gotta get back at it. I gotta get these jokes off." Mm. And he's like, "I'm doing a small club tour." And there that's you, a, you know that's a quote. So that's basically, how he announced it, huh? Yeah, basically. But we don't have any details. We don't have any shows. We don't have anything more than just the the characters he created and uh, and his quote. That's it. Okay. But uh, I'm very excited about it. the other sort of really cool, unique announcement that's definitely happening for sure. And we have date information. Kindergarten Cop Two. <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting there. No, let's start with the Simpsons. We're going to be going live for three minutes. In yeah. May, live my, for three my, minutes. My what first was your question, reaction? How the fuck are they going to go live? How the fuck are they going to do this? <laughs> well, 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 people, Mark's got the answer for you. <laughs> yeah, here, here's how they're going to do it. It's kind of crazy. They're going to use motion capture technology, uh, and then of course Homer's voice uh, that's provided by uh, Dan Castellaneta, and they're going to go live for three minutes at the end of May fifteenth episode, I believe. Yeah, May fifteenth episode, and. You can tweet in questions between May 1st and 4th using the hashtag, um, I don't want to get this right, Homer Live. Okay. So the, the questions won't be coming in live, but he'll be giving the answers live, and they promised that things that are going to be said will prove... That it's actually happening. Live. I was going to say because if like because like the cutoff is May fourth, they can yeah. make those tweaks before the live event. So like basically they're going to have to name drop a popular a pop culture event that's happened in the last twenty four hours. Correct to prove that it's live to everyone. Yeah, or they can do one of those things like you do like when you do, you know people play the lottery in New York where they have the dude talk about this week's drawing is up to right. one million dollars, but his his mouth is always covered so like some VO actor can like talk. In like the actual amount of money afterward, right? Yeah, this is going to be it's going to be interesting. Like, like, listen, I mean, the Simpsons are the Simpsons, and they're fantastic, and the Simpsons have done everything. But like, so this is like this is literally one of the final boundaries where you would never know if they were able to do it. But legit, hey, if anyone's going to do it, it's the Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious. All right, a couple new trailers we got up on the site. Uh, Kindergarten Cop 2. Kindergarten Cop 2 Kindergarten is Cop definitely two, Mark. up there. Mark, we need to talk about Kindergarten Cop 2. Oh, but man. The, all right, so, okay. Yeah, we're talking about it, dude. We're right, talking about fine. it. Okay. That's fine. Okay, so, first of all, it was trending on Facebook a solid day and a half after we posted the trailer. Because why so, wouldn't it? So, what up with that? Two. First of all, laugh button, day and a half before it trended on Facebook. Second of all, why? <laughs> 
Well, why Kindergarten Cop 2? Like, if you thought Zoolander was the sequel that was a little bit too late, and who knows what people were asking for. Right. Kindergarten Cop 2 is, like, definitely the sequel that's too late and no one asked for. Well, this is going to keep happening. I can name another that's supposedly coming out that Josh Gad wrote that's, okay. that's a sequel to a Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger Twins? film. Yeah, it's called Triplets. I heard about this. So if this comes out, I mean, that's another 20, 30-year gap, right? Yeah, but it's, which, which, which came out first, Twins or Triplets? I mean, Twins or uh, Kindergarten <laughs> Cop? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Let's, let's find out the old internet up. box here and see what you want to look it up, or do you yeah, want to look it up? I'll, I'll look it up. All right, you're gonna look so, up Kindergarten Cop. But no, the point cop. I'm trying to make is like I'm gonna say uh, Kindergarten Cop. I'm gonna say 19. <laughs> you know what? I think that was a 90s movie. I'm gonna say oh, ni- yeah. 93. Okay. No, 92. 1990. Ooh, wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Kindergarten Cop, 1990. Twins, twins. I'm gonna go 80. Twins was 80, I think. 88 or 89. Twins was 88. Okay, 88. All right. So, Peak Schwarzenegger is both of these movies. Yes. Peak Schwarzenegger. But here we are with the sequel, Kindergarten Cop but, but, 2, but starring, let's let's get to the cast. Dolph Lundgren. Yes. And Bill Bellamy. And Bill Bellamy. Dolph is obviously taking over the Arnold Schwarzenegger spot. Because mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger is too busy standing on top of buildings in Los Angeles <laughs> shouting, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Which, by the way, greatest Snapchat of all time. Um, <laughs> yeah, can we? I wish Snapchat would have just closed after that. I yeah. wish it would have been well, like, get to the chopper, and then that's someone, it, done. Well, someone no took, more Snapchat. Someone took it and put it on YouTube so people can actually see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you just go to YouTube and type in Arnold Schwarzenegger Snapchat, it'll show up. Anyway, um... Why? Like, I still ask the question of, like, why Kindergarten Cop 2? I'll tell you why. Why? Watch the trailer, and you'll find out for yourself. Go to the laugh I, I did. I've watched it numerous times. I've dissected it. I watched it in reverse and in a different language. And I still don't understand why the Kindergarten top, Cop 2. Uh, well, while you contemplate that, uh, I want to let everyone know we also have the new Pee Wee uh, trailer up as well. I don't Pee-wee's know if I'm done holiday. talking about Kindergarten Cop 2. And, <laughs> and also the animated feature Sing from Illumination, the same people that uh, made Minions, which everything they do is awesome. Yes. So yes, that's going to be so. really great as well. So a bunch of new trailers. Also, we have the latest news on any pilots that are, are coming out. Comedy Central has a new one called Corporate. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Um, let's see who else has got a pilot. Michelle Buteau just landed a role in an ABC soccer Joel, comedy pilot. Joel McHale. Joel McHale's got a pilot for CBS. So plenty of pilots uh, floating around as well. Hopefully these all see the light of day. Like any pilots, you never know. Yeah. Um, but we're we're gonna have to get to this TJ interview. Congrats now. to Louis for winning the the uh, Grammy oh, yeah. this year. Louis K yeah. won the Grammy. He and um, two things. Jim mm-hmm. Norton is doing an Indiegogo for Chip Chipperson. Yeah, go donate to that. We got all the information on LeftBun.com, mm-hmm. and also go check out Andy Ritchie's new record. Uh, well, not new, but his his one and only record. Andy Ritchie, who passed away on Thanksgiving from mm-hmm. a brain tumor, uh, he was an Austin-based comedian. The South by Southwest crew really loved Andy, so they actually teamed up with Andy's record label, Stand Up Records, uh, to give away the free copy of uh, his last, his first and only record. That's called really King cool. Dealing. Really, yeah, cool. yeah. So they're doing that. So um, go download that. All the details of that are on the Left Button. Dot com if you want to find out where you can download that. But Andy Ritchie was a guy that was loved by many. I mean, shit, Daniel Tosh 
did a did a, a segment on Tosh Porno last season said basically like, hey, go give Andy Ritchie money and like overnight he raised like twenty five thousand dollars for this guy's medical bills. Um, Brendan Walsh, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Swartzen, all those guys uh, kind of like were figuring out how to figure out how to pay for bills. Uh, ultimately, we lost Andy, but hopefully his legacy lives on by. Uh, his well, it friends. will now. We have yeah. a new album, so uh, go. It's grab not new. It. It's just one. That he's, well, it's the only it's his one. debut and yeah. only album that he put out, and uh, you know people need to hear it. All right. With that said, uh, thelaughbutton.com, like we said, be sure to go there for all the latest news, interviews, reviews, uh, back catalog of our podcast. I was, I was trying to end this in a bummer. I don't know if you noticed Yeah, that. I know. I, I tried to. to like, I was trying to like bring the mood down so I tried to, Miller can throw it back uh, up. You're just angry you weren't there. It's I fine. am. I am pissed. So now. I might boycott this interview. Without further ado, <laughs> you get to listen in on a little dinner hang. The Matless interview with the <laughs> a little dinner hang with uh, T.J. Miller and myself. Mark says hi right here on the Lap Button Podcast. Not with me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you ready to do this? It's a great site. Yeah, absolutely. To all the listeners, Mark is one of my oldest and dearest friends from New York City. And when he used to work at Sirius. And so this is a reuniting of sorts. I don't think I've seen you in a couple of years. It's been right? a little bit. I I, uh, I think... I caught a gust of your wind at JFL last year, <laughs> but you were you were on the phone and uh, uh, unbotherable. I think at that point you were you're pretty focused. That will happen. And, I mean, uh, as you know, both <laughs> of us work very, very, very hard. Um, heavy duty work ethic. Very passionate, both of us, about comedy. Yes. Very driven by that passion. Yes. Um, but I have so many projects in flux that yeah, I saw you and was like, "Fuck, I am on the phone finishing <laughs> this or that deal." I am the new Hollywood. It's really sad. Now here's the here's the catch though, TJ, and you didn't know this, but you were actually on the phone with me uh, while that was happening. So uh, you are so good at <laughs> disguising your voice. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Oh boy, um, right Wait, right now. Can I tell you though what happened? Yeah, sure, of course. I don't mean to lead in, but no. I just did this um, this Fox interview regarding Deadpool because we're out here doing like hundreds of hours of press. <laughs> And which is great because Deadpool is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of ex- that's kind movie. of a cool, exciting have thing you, that you're a part of. Have you seen Deadpool? Or not? De- I, like which one? There's thousands of them running around the mm-hmm. city. TJ. Oh, no, that's actually <laughs> very true. Um, did you see the movie? The film. Yes, soon? I have awesome. seen it, man. What did you think? So, I liked it a lot, man. It was yeah, very, very funny. Very funny. I went in uh, honestly. I'm like, all right, here's the deal. Uh, obviously, I'm a fan of the comic book. Yes. So there's a lot of pressure, right? To oh, so you you knew the comic book before? Yes. So oh, yeah, this is these this is different context. It's really interesting. Keep going. Right. So so there's two ways to do it. You either go in fresh, thinking, "Hey, I'm going to pretend like I've never." Yeah. Right, right, this right, is right, a right. standalone, uh-huh. or I can be that guy who's obsessed. Yeah, but, and, and you decided and to has, be the guy who's obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the tattoo removal guy sitting right next to me in the theater in case I had to remove something. Um, <laughs> No, it it's uh, I you're w- killing with Kate all the way across the room. <laughs> no, I went in going, you know what? This is going to be an R-rated. Uh, f- it's like I'm going to be on the inside of a fun bag. Is what's going to happen, mm-hmm. 
And that's exactly what I got. And I was very satisfied. And I, I'm not one to talk too much about movies because I want people to experience it yeah, for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't give anything away. I agree with but that. But people are going to love this movie. It's, it's hysterical. It's funny. It's exactly what you want it to be and more. And, uh, and, and, look, and it is funny. It's like machine gun yes. jokes. You miss jokes because you're laughing so hard at stuff. It's the perfect use of Ryan Reynolds' skill set. Weren't you blown away by his acting? Yes. Well, not that I didn't think he was a good actor. I just, it, it was very visceral and real this time. What he was doing in the love story that's within Deadpool with the cancer through line and all that stuff. Right. And I'm glad you bring that up because that, that is a an inter- interesting obstacle for people who might have the mindset of, of Ryan or, or someone like yourself being one facet uh-huh. of whatever it is and that's it and then they do something else and they're always surprised and it's like oh he's a legit oh he actually acts oh this is interesting right it's like yeah he's kind of been doing it for a while yeah he's kind of been there's a a reason that he yeah (laughs) and so i was really proud of him i thought he was so good um ed scrine was great and then uh gina carano's action sequences Mm -hmm. are amazing with colossus and uh, the more I see the movie, the more I love Negasonic Teenage Warhead, both as the character and like well, just the name alone is yeah, like... and her. But and and then her power is really cool. I just thought it was just visually really neat. So doing all this press is easy because the movie is um, so like uh, it's just so dynamic and it's so different and it's so good um, that there's a lot to talk about with it. And uh, so we're doing all these press outlets, and we went to Sirius. I saw a bunch of your old buddies, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And then, nice. Um, and then we, you know, we're doing radio tours, and I did NPR, and so we're just running the gamut. But this Fox girl, I, I was coughing so hard I almost threw up because of acid reflux and <laughs> an interview that I did where we, yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about that real quick. So Complex Magazine, which is a super cool, like kind of hip hoppy, like. You know, it's sort of a life, maybe lifestyle, lifestyle culture magazine. And um, they they have this show. I forget the name of it, but it's it's a really clever title. But um, um, it's you eat varying degrees of hot sauce getting hotter and hotter on a different chicken wings. And you eat one chicken wing for each. Um, for each question, each question. now when you hear that it's hilarious look you're laughing I'm yeah not, I'm I, in like I would do that in a second if I heard it I thought me. it was great they're not joking with the hot sauce so about halfway through the interview in the wings I was sweating so much my face was red um, you know we started having to drink um, we started having to drink milk I mean it was you know and then I'm going I don't even know if I can make it all the way through the funniest one is I go who, who, who's gotten the farthest and they're like Tommy Chung and I said, and who who did the worst? <laughs> You're not even gonna believe this. DJ Khaled stopped after three wings. Was it Shauna? Was yeah after three wings? So the whole time I was like, D D DJ Khaled, pussy, big hot sauce pussy. DJ Khaled in the house. He's like the biggest hip hop pussy that still yells his name over every single track constantly <laughs> right. all the time. Um, He's the so human that, air horn, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was very funny. But I made it all the way through. They were really impressed. And um, and then I did the, you know, the trick where you pull the tablecloth. Oh, please tell me you it. did that. What I do is I go to do that and mm-hmm. then I just slowly pull everything <laughs> off. And then it's this is a New York joke, but I pull all of it off. And then when it's just about to come off and the table's about to fall over. I sort of wrap everything up like a, uh, like a New York's uh, sidewalk salesman. salesman. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. 
And then I and then uh, I wanted to steal all the hot sauces, but I don't think they have a very good budget over there. Uh, they're, yeah, they're trying they're trying to keep it economical over at Complex Mag. So what they do is for every one TJ Miller who goes through the whole thing, they have uh, ten DJ Khaleds, right? That's to, exactly to save right. On the hot sauce. I am I'm three <laughs> times the man that DJ Khaled is. I ate ten hot wings. He only ate three. I'm more than three times uh, the man that DJ Khaled is. So that was that was a fun one. But then this but it gave me happens, so right? much. Well, yeah. it gave me so much acid reflux. So right before I came over here after NPR, I started coughing on the street. And Kate uh, has seen me do this many times. But when the reflux gets so bad, I cough so violently that you're positive. And I'm not only going to throw up, but I'm going to throw up blood. I mean, it's really so it's it's kind of freaky. And it's it's the type of coughing where people walking by turn and look at you like, are you OK? Should I call somebody? Am I one of those terrible bystanders that just let something awful happen? Um, You're patient zero, man. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, TJ zero. it's OK. Right. People want to help me, but they don't want to approach. Me, <laughs> right? Because I'm coughing. Sorry so much. to hear about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> nice mic technique. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And um, and so I cough so much so that just burns my voice. So when we were on our way over here, and I kind of, I was trying to warm up my voice. I took Zantac. I do all the things that I usually do. I don't have my steamer with me. I have this like portable uh, steaming machine. Uh, by Mavis and uh, <laughs> it's the aqua lung yeah and so I got right I also have an iron lung but it's hard to travel with um, <laughs> and so I I came in here and my voice was shot and so I made this joke there's this Fox affiliate this really nice g- girl who uh, well you'll hear and so she I sat down with her talked a little bit my voice so burnt and then when we started the interview I, I, I it was more comfortable to sort of do it up here and I was able to be more consistent and my voice wasn't going to crack as much. So I was like, I just got a helium implant and there was a terrible accident and I got a helium implant in my voice. And so, and I was like, I'm just a regular Mickey Mouse. I'm a steamboat captain. You can call me Willie. And so I was doing all this and it was hysterical. She was laughing and couldn't stop breaking. Uh, the girls were laughing over there behind the camera. And it was all this riffing, and it was just such a funny thing. And then halfway through, she's like, so can we, there's no way for you to be able to talk in any other way? And I was like, no, I'm sorry. It was a terrible accident. I would have to get the implant removed. <laughs> and she fucking. I love how committed you are. She really looked at me and was like, really? There's really no way? <laughs> and I, and then I realized, I was like, oh, you don't care about the comedy of this at all. And I'm happy to be talking to the laugh button about this. I was right. like, you don't care if this is funny. You just want to do your job and go back to work and like right. be done with it. You wanted to check you off interview. the list. Yeah, exactly. We got TJ Miller done. And so then, so then I said to her, <laughs> then I, yeah, yeah. And so then I said to her, I go, you know, in the voice, I sort of was like, have you done your research? Do you know who I am? Have you ever seen me do a morning show? you ever Googled a morning show that I've been on? And she's like, no. And I'm like, what about the Critics' Choice? Did you see that? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, so what did you think was going to happen? Did you see me with a four-person life-size puppet rig deliver the monologue the entire time with that? I gave myself an award for best performance by a junior ranger in a talking bear comedy and told Seth MacFarlane to kill himself. I mean, it was so ridiculous. So I kind of am saying to her, like, what are you doing? And then she didn't really take to that. 
and she but she went back to the interview and then i like said all this funny stuff and we ended it and i did another mickey mouse reference and it was kind of it went from me being like fuck like i i'm not gonna be able to do this interview because my my voice is so fucked up and i'm so tired and then i found this really funny device to be able to make this be a great interview so it's finished i was like great and then she and the publicist, which he's just doing his job. Right, right. And the cameraman, the cameraman was being cooler. But she was like, now can we do one of your regular voice? And I was like, my voice is shot. It's not going to be, you know, it sort of still sounds like this. And she was like, yeah, but it's really grating. And I was like, uh, oh, I mean. Wow, then she was getting feisty. Then, so, then, so then I said, uh, what did, yeah, and she said something else though, where I was like, oh, my God. Um so she she made me do another one also the publicist wanted me to and i said all right you can just ask three questions she asked the same questions i gave less funny shorter answers and then you know i she, i sort of left in a huff and i i even said i was like well i guess fox isn't exactly known for taking risks journalistically and she was like well it's still gonna air and i was like i don't care if it airs I care if it's funny. That's that's my job. Your job is to care if it airs. My job. So I just said to her, I don't care if it airs. I care if it's funny. And then I just kind of like, you know, she said, well, it's, it, it, you know, it was one of those situations where she kind of, I don't think really cared. She said something akin to, well, I wanted to interview Ryan Reynolds, but he wasn't available. Right. You could see it in her eyes. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> she said that oh, out she's loud. Physically... So she, yeah, she physically used her human vocal cords, which she doesn't have any empathy for other people's vocal cords, this fucking woman. And then, you know, she made some other comment in the realm of the Ryan Reynolds thing. And it just reminds me, because I don't need to do press for Deadpool. I mean, they're really happy that I'm doing it, but it's Ryan Reynolds' movie, and so the onus is on him to do the press, not me. And uh, as you saw, I'm not in the movie a ton. Right. I mean, I'm definitely present, but the movie is an origin story and a love story, and uh, it's a heterosexual couple, so there's not a lot you know, outside of those two uh, through lines to, to really do. Although I think, you know, at the, the Project X, I thought Ed and Gina were amazing. I just thought all that was scary and weird mm -hmm. and, like, funny also. Well, look, when the, when the Blu-ray comes out, there's going to be three and a half hours of additional footage of you, uh, yeah, you know, having riffing. deep best friend conversations I, I'm with... I want to do a... Uh, <laughs> I want to do a commentary in this voice in the Mickey Mouse. I was going to oh, say... Oh, boy! Oh, boy! Here comes Weasel on screen again! I remember this day! I fell out of my... I fell out of my steamboat... Into the ocean, <laughs> and they were calling me Wet Willie. Steamboat Wet Willie. Oh boy. Oh shucks. Uh, I'm going to do an entire commentary for Deadpool. And the other thing is, I don't even know if she saw it, but what she didn't understand is that the tone of the film is kind of surrealist and right. always poking fun, not taking anything seriously. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't only that I found something that was really funny and uh, fun, it was also appropriate to the movie. And then she wasn't, she was like not amenable to the idea of doing that. And I kind of wish she would have like just been like, okay, and then not aired it. That would have been fine with me because right, I've done right. 15 press outlets today already. And, you know, this is going to be a better, I'm going to be tweeting this, not the link to the Fox <laughs> thing where she made me talk lower. 
It was crazy. And she actually had pretty good questions. Oh, that man. was the so, other annoying thing. So I, I guess I can't ask you to talk lower then. Uh, uh, you can ask me to talk higher. I mean, I, I did ask Kate earlier. Maybe Kate could ask for me. Yeah. Could you get TJ to talk lower? Wait, TJ, muffs. TJ, put your muffs on. I got I got I, <laughs> I, I hear you. I got my muffs on. Well, look, here's the deal. I'm muffing it up. Muffin dog style. It, <laughs> it is a... Call me brand muffin. It is a good time... Uh, and and I'm the man. And let's just let's just do this. Uh, and may that Fox interview rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yes, let's Amen. let that go. Well, I got to Amen. do some of the best bits on your <laughs> thing. So. Amen. Um, well, let's just talk about this for a second, my friend. It is uh, it's a good time to be from Denver. Yeah, it's an even better time to be T.J. Miller. Yeah, I mean, I, I could argue that it's a good time to be T.J. Miller, but it's an even better time to be Denver. Because <laughs> um, that city, I, I think that city is doing considerably. I haven't won any Super Bowl. I had a Super are, Bowl. Are you ad. the Brandon McManus of comedy? I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to think maybe one day I'll be the Peyton Manning. Uh, well, I don't want to say that because then I'd be asking if you were retiring. Yeah, that's exactly comedy right. right now. That's why I want to go. With I would give you young some, fresh. Kicker, I would give you some you know? vague answer that alludes to the fact that I need to spend more time with my family. <laughs> right, and, and, the, and drink a particular right alcohol <laughs> alcoholic yeah. beverage. Yeah, that was right, right. so weird and crowbarred in. But hey, that's the new Disney, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, <laughs> and uh, but dude, yeah, Denver, Denver is Denver, on fire right now, man. We knew it was going to, you know, those who can't, the Grolics yeah, guys. I was going to bring that up. Big, yeah. big thing. Yeah, cool dudes, and, um, those guys. And uh, you're in an episode, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to go, they showed um, our episode um, at the premiere party deal. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go to that, but I was working on Deadpool stuff. And, you know, they, that they already have a second season, mm-hmm. that the Grolics have been so connected to the Fine Young Gentlemen's Club, which is the Denver crew that's sort of, um, you know, a class beneath them. Um, or yeah, or class apart, not beneath, but, and, uh, and, and yeah, the Super Bowl, and also like we're buddies, Kate and I are good buddies with, um, Sean and, and Nat from uh, 303. Nice. And they're just killing it. Nat wrote one of Adam Levine's most famous, uh, songs. Uh, you know, they're performing a little bit, but they're, and they performed at the parade for the Broncos and those guys are just doing so well and they're so funny and smart and so yeah i really i'm proud of denver and i'm proud to be from there and uh as far as being proud of being tj miller that goes in and out uh depending on <laughs> depending on how terrible my acting is that particular day or the stand or the stand-up set response um but it is it is interesting when i went to sirius your old stomping grounds i um i realized that and actually i'm glad that you're here because Although I'm sure you had a very big audience and serious, I I listened to your show, but only because of you. I think that comedy, you're at a better place because you're such a comedy head and you're such a funny guy. And this is such a comedy focused site. Not that your channel wasn't all comedy, but I just think this is a lot cooler and more relevant than Sirius XM. I just do. Um, satellite radio is not like 
the next big thing, but podcasts continue to grow and grow and grow and uh, niche markets uh, continue to have more and more success. So I applaud you, Bravo. Well, on that. thank you Here's very much, man. Cheers. You don't have to say those nice cheers, things, cheers. man. I put, oh, shit. Yeah, there we no, go. I put the microphone in there so everyone listening could hear the clink. The fox is and everybody be watching good. realizes that they don't need to look at the, the <laughs> right. computer screen. They can just listen to it. Do you, what do you think the over or under percentage-wise of people who actually did look at the radio when the glasses clicked? Because you know they did. They, yeah, they, there's <laughs> got to be a couple <laughs> people that looked over to it and were like, what? Wait, what? Uh, oh, oh yeah, shit, yeah, that's a radio. To all yeah, you viewers <laughs> at home. <laughs> Um, We'd like to thank our Foley department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have a big budget, so it's mostly Mark and I yeah. and uh, clinking glasses. Uh, but um, that's going to be our side project, Ben. In serious, absolutely. Um, you were laying down tracks earlier, buddy. I was. Uh, yeah. I um, I think what's been great lately is that people are starting to get a better sense of me as a comedian uh, and what kind of comedy I do. And um, when I was, you know, doing the, the Sirius XM tour, a lot of people, including Opie and Robert Kelly and Jim Norton, Robert Kelly and Jim Norton, truly like two iconic stand-up comedians and sort of the definition of what I like at the cellar, mm -hmm. you know, because I just think that those two guys embody that energy and in very different ways. And if you like the comedy seller and that aesthetic, you know, they're two of the best quintessential. Yeah. And, and huge, right. huge shout out to Bobby too, because, uh, the laugh button is actually part of his podcast network, the riot cast network. So. Oh really? Yeah. That's yeah. great. Well, so we're, right, yeah. I didn't say any shitty he's our things dude. about him. No, yeah. no, no. He's, uh, no, he's he, a cool dude. He's been a friend he for a long time. He's the coolest dude. Yeah. He was so nice to me when I came in there, but they, all those guys and a lot of other people mentioned the critics choice. And I think the critics choice awards hosting that, and kind of doing what I did and working with Heavyweight, which is uh, my sketch group mm -hmm. that I'm on. Shout um, out to Nick Vatterat. Yeah, shout out to Nick Vatterat, Brady Novak, yeah. Mark Ratterman. You know, three incredible comedians. And then uh, Miller Davis, who's the head writer of Goreburger and is just a mm -hmm. brilliant, brilliant comic mind. Um, you know, working with them, we really made a decision um, to try and make it a little more absurdist left of center do something different well the opening was fantastic yeah and I, I really I tried to take a risk and do something very different and um, and a ball gown gun come on I man I mean a ball gown gun and I the Google I, search percentage for that went up yeah, you know, I'm about sure. ten thousand percent. And and people are like, "Did you hurt yourself and you shot yourself in the face?" And no, I didn't. But that was improvised. I suddenly realized, oh, that this you got is shot up. I can shoot it. I can shoot it into my face. And I wish I had put more charge in the tank because it didn't. I wanted it to hit me and like fly up on either side of my head and then you'd fall have to back pull down. it out of your nose. And yeah, that some of the ball gun. That would be nose. great. It's just hanging from my mouth. I would love that. Like the cigarette in Ghostbusters. Yeah, right? yeah. Just exactly. look over the gown coming exactly, down. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, you did a great job with with all seriousness, TJ. You did a great job with thanks, that, dude. And, and I felt like it was a good opportunity, uh, not only for you to give people that might not know who you are a taste of your comedy and what you're about, but for you to just you know finally get uh, get a little light shined on you, you know? Well, thank yeah, you. A different man. kind of light because the people that do cover those kind of events, like award shows and stuff, uh, aren't the same people that cover you know comedy on a day to day basis. No, so exactly so the right. fact that that uh, that was getting out there, I think, was pretty important. You know, um, and I think. Anything to make that Venn diagram, you know, come further together. Yeah. I, I think that there's a big part of this. Like the which, Deadpool logo, I guess, right? What's yeah, exactly. I love that. The marketing on Deadpool has been so fascinating. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. I love it. It really reflects the tone of the film. Um, now, did you have to prevent yourself from saying weasel like uh, Polly Shore? 
back in the day? We <laughs> don't. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I did not. Okay. <laughs> but uh, that that is a relevant question. Now I'm going to have a tough time now not you, saying now, that in the next. Yeah. Now um, you can't unthink that. I'm sorry. And by the way, just for the record, yeah, no one can see this but me and whoever else is in the room. But I want to feed your T-shirt so bad right now. I know it's it's a Deadpool-like mask. <laughs> That my wife uh, got me from a brand called West Kush, which is on Hollywood Boulevard. Nice. It's like a straight up Hollywood. Clothing Do you keep brand. anything in there? It's, yeah, it's so it's, so it looks like an S and M slash. Oh, okay. So you got an e cigarette in there. Nice. How how what's the uh, what's the zipped up to zipped open uh, ratio? Right now you got it open. You're letting it breathe yeah, it's a bit. It's open because you. Oh, there's his mouth. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, well, no one can see this T-shirt. I'm sorry, I brought it up, but no, I, I, just, I, 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 I think I, I always it. think it's oh. funny to talk about visual <laughs> stuff on a podcast. Me too. It's one for, of my for, ultimate for favorite. For those of your, your listeners who are also viewers, correct, I mean? correct. Um, from up above, yeah. So checking it down. Oh yeah, checking on down. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, pour one out for the homies, but it's an oyster. Uh, let it slide out for the homies. Let let one slide down out of the shell for the homies onto the ground. <laughs> The Critics' Choice also gave me an opportunity to sort of show who I was as a stand-up. You know, that, that, all that's from the stand-up mm-hmm. skill set right. and the sketch comedy skill set. And improv, set. too, right? Like you said. Yeah. And so that was a really good thing for me as well. And um, I think that plus having been in Deadpool and then... You know, I think people liked the uh, Shock Top commercial, and people really like Silicon Valley. Well, well, so, not just the Shock Top commercial. We got a mucus commercial going on. Oh here. yeah, I, I am Mr. Mucus. Are- <laughs> the irony of coughing and being so sick. People are like, is that that booger guy? He really <laughs> is always sick. I'm so gonna be that for Halloween this year. Are you really? Sure, why not? It's it's nice I'm for me. Do it's that. nice to be a snot celebrity. <laughs> I, I I should be him for Halloween. I gotta dress up. Yeah, I should dress up as one of the mascots I've played for Halloween. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you be you be the snot and I'll be the guy who's uh, in the plane, on the plane. Yeah, who's I'll like, get that guy's exact wanna... outfit. And, and you know, Robert Kelly actually complimented, he said, those commercials are really funny. They are, yeah. I just think you're right, like a lot of different things are converging to sort of get me to a point where people kind of know. And so what people sort of start um, discussing is... Uh, or at least start recognizing is that I'm an absurdist. So people are starting to get that. And then the people that listen to podcasts or, or know any of my work a little bit more, are, uh, you know, will ask me about being a nihilist. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, so, you have a cool, quite an interesting backstory, obviously. Yeah. yeah uh, from I mean, how to where you got to you are today and yeah. It's, and it's survival stories and right. And it's, you know, everything, the, the, the AVM and the brain surgery, that feels like such a small part of my life now, just right now, I think because I'm pretty far away from it and I just sort of take medication every day and everything's chill. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of, it's an interesting backstory, a lot of history. Um, but right now I'm, I'm really excited about um, the future because all I can do is look forward to a very happy, fun, transparent marriage, which is really, really yeah, congratulations lucky. on that, by the way. Thanks, because I don't dude. think I, I don't congratulations know if I've seen you since you got married. Condolences to K eight. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> Something inside of her died the day that the ring went round finger. Well, she signed the waiver, right? You got her to sign the waiver. She did, did not sign the waiver. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no, she signed the waiver. She's she like, got poor representation, man. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, no, I mean, I, I really think. 
that plus a few of the comedy things that are coming together we're going Dude, to you, you're busy we're, man we're close to being able to do um Gorberger on Comedy Central. Nice. So we made that a pilot at HBO, and then HBO has been wonderful and has kind of helped. I think that there's going to be a Deadpool too, as there um, should be. Yeah, which I'm excited about. And then um, I have an HBO special that I'm doing. Oh no! So to do an hour special what, is really uh, going to help me show people. Any know, more details besides that, or just? Uh, I mean, you're definitely doing it with HBO. Yeah, because okay. because of Silicon Valley. Sure, of course. And um, and also because Makes sense. you know. It's everyone's dream for so much of their life, if you're a stand-up comic, to have an HBO special. Is that uh, this year, you think, or is that uh, yeah, further I mean, down the road? You know what? It's as soon as... As soon as, as you get as to I take a breath? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's as soon as I can I do it. I feel like, so, wait, you're doing... Aren't you doing Goon 2? Uh, yeah, well, we finished well, that, but Goon 2, that's coming out, and then... I think I'm going to do a movie. The announcement hasn't happened yet, but we're circling the possibility of me doing a movie with Jennifer Aniston and... Jason Bateman and uh, that would be really fun that would be a big sort of glossy studio comedy and um, so you know between Goreburger and that I still need to do enough stand up to be ready for the special and uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3 right. we're already sort of starting up on that and um, so the big question then I guess is TJ as you prep for this this special um, when do you have time to go to the bathroom <laughs> no definitely the answer, not answer Mark I don't <laughs> Never have, never will. Kate, Kate does it for you. I see. Yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> um, am I gonna we, get we more? We hold each other's genitalia when we go to the bathroom. Do you have that? Do you have the Saturday Night Live double seated toilet? Do you remember that sketch? No, with it's, Kevin like Nealon and uh, uh, Victoria toilet. Jackson. It's like a love seat. Yeah, it was a it was so it was funny. a lover's toilet. Do you remember that, Kate? Do you remember that bit? It was a funny sketch. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, yeah, she goes, she goes. He's got this thing. She's really into the the the, the comedy of a girl going to the bath, like peeing in, on the toilet, and me right next to her going to the bathroom in the sink, <laughs> urinating. Are we gonna? Am that, I gonna? That's how strange my wife is. That's one of the things she's into. Maybe right. maybe that's why you didn't sign the waiver. I guess. Yeah, maybe exactly. Right. <laughs> it was actually her waiver. Did, um, are we going to get more office characters out of you? I, I remember the Aspen days um, where you delivered some office characters uh, on yeah, stage. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes. You know, that I old want, bit. I want to, but something about me was, um, or at least as of late, I kind of, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Like what direction do you think? Like my sister is doing characters right now, or she has some characters. I just did a show with, um, Zach Galifianakis recently, and he did he did some of his characters. For whatever reason, lately, that hasn't been super interesting to me. And I'm trying to find like the stuff that I'm working on right now is so hard. It's like I'm talking about death, oh wow, and mortality okay. on stage. I'm talking about time theory. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about. Um, Are we going to get into the singularity at all? Uh, relative. Okay. That's probably down the road. I've got a good singularity joke though. Okay. I didn't know how this podcast was going to go. We can get nerdy, man. I, 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 uh, this isn't the first time I brought up singularity. I, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know how this podcast was going to go. We can get uh, like before we started. So I called uh, Ray Kurtzfeld. <laughs> and I asked, you know, how is this podcast going to go in the future? And he was like, it's going to go terribly and it's going to come much faster than you think. And lucky for me, my future self. Yeah, yeah that's the nerdy. Sent that's... me a, a message to say, hey, just a heads up. 
It's going to go south at some point. Yeah. Be ready for right it. Right around the singularity <laughs> right, stuff. Right, 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 right. Be ready for it. So have that rapid fire question uh, uh, yeah, ready, ready to go. Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> um, so I... Uh, so it's getting... Uh, it's going to get heady. It's going to get heady. That's Hopefully great. not too heavy. But, you know, the idea is to... Because I'm realizing if I've worked this hard and I've gotten as good at stand up as I've gotten, it's not about like, okay, now what, I, what am I going to say when I need to say something? Mm-hmm. It's like, why do that and read philosophy in your spare time and not bring sort of some of that philosophy and thinking about existence and meaning into the act. If we can find places that it's funny. And so far I found some good material that'll be on the HBO special. Nice. And so ideally that goes really well, but there's a lot of pressure on me for that special and that's you know i'm putting that pressure on myself but you know i haven't done a special since no real reason which Mm -hmm. was in 2011 so it's gonna have been five years so people are kind of like oh he does stand up and um is that still is that it's always it's got to be so weird still to this point someone discovers you through film or tv whatever you go oh you do stand up i didn't know that it's so weird because i i don't even think of myself as an actor i think of myself as a comedian um and I am, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just I I haven't had the the occasion. My stand-up special on Comedy Central they didn't run really very much. Mashups sort of to- told people that you stand up, mm-hmm. but so often is the case. Even if you knew that I did stand up, you know, plenty of people would assume like you still do stand up. Like I have a lot of people ask me that. Why do you still do stand up? It's like I don't even know how to answer that question because yeah, it's know? the core, man. You gotta. Yeah, it's the real deal. Gotta it's keep the, the core in check, right? Gotta do and your so, sit-ups. Yeah, not me. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, When's the last time you did a sit-up? I did um, not too long ago, but I like walking <clears throat> up uh, stairs, like not taking elevators. And I also <laughs> like. Uh, I also like push-ups. That's so the like. Yeah, I go to church on Easter. Uh, version of exercise. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's exactly I, I, right. I take the stairs. That's exactly like, right. Well, TJ, uh, to close out the interview, we're going to be having a sit-up contest where when you get to the peak of your sit-up, you're going to be licking a chicken wing that has a different degree of hot no. sauce. On- laugh button these confluence elements have made a nightmare podcast for me oh no <laughs> well we we do actually have to wrap yeah. things up unfortunately because well, i want to i want to sh- i want to shoot a quick to video that thought, like so i hope if this hbo special is good enough that people will sort of be open to me and, and you know i'd like to after that's done go and do another late night spot but i need to educate america that <coughs> stand up is the backbone of the operation and uh until i do that i'm not going to sort of fully realize or actualize my sort of mission as a as a comedian um but i'm excited about it everybody's been so nice about the stuff that i'm doing they've been complimentary or they've been sort of you know they've they've said that they're awestruck some people have lied and said that they think i would make a great father <laughs> all kinds of stuff like that k8 um and um so I'm excited. I'm excited for like uh, this year to come and I'm excited for certain people to stop lying to me and saying I'd be a fun, rad dad. Kate. Unbelievable. It got so quiet in here. I know, right? So weird. They're whispering it up <laughs> over there. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, if we have to close out the interview. And well, well, TJ, I think you? you would be a good dad. <laughs> shit <laughs> Ah shit <laughs> The bigger question is Will you be mine? Um, For Valentine's? No my dad 
Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the funniest miscommunication I've ever been involved in. <laughs> Will you be mine? I'm like, it is Valentine's Day. You want me to be your Valentine? You're like, no, be my father. I waited till February 10th to ask you that question just I, to I fuck with you. I waited Valentine's Day <laughs> to ask you if you'd be my dad. Uh, that is so funny. Oh, yeah, man. so what's next for you? Oh, geez. I don't know, man. Um, You're still making music on the yeah, side? Yeah, music. Band's going really well. We got to you know, play big this shows thing. Yeah. Laugh button, Laugh button. which I love. Some Rotten Tomatoes stuff. Yeah. And, uh, married myself. I'm in negotiations right now about having a kid. So Really? Yeah, we're figuring it out. That's great, dude. Yeah, so uh, I'm so happy for you that you're married and she rules. I feel the that. exact same about you, man. I totally get it too. It's yeah. like you're always such a good guy. Um, you are one of those guys that I always thought I was like, it's not going to be surprising when he ends up with like a great girl that he gets along so well with. I mean, I think you're like. You're one of the kindest, funniest dudes uh, Thanks, around. Thanks, man. You don't have to say those things. Certainly, certainly one of the kindest, funniest dudes working at the, or running the laugh button site. <laughs> so there's only two of those. So I had a 50-50 shot. Who's the other guy? Uh, this guy, Matt. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he he's he's sick right now. Poor I guy. I but, take uh, it back. <laughs> he is really funny and really kind. Why did you do air quotes when you said that, TJ? That um, was weird. I wasn't doing air quotes. I was, I was, I was <laughs> clawing at the air, uh, mm-hmm. but with only two of my claws. Doing shadow puppets. Talons, to the, to, <laughs> talons to the sky. That's the name. That's the name of our band. Ooh, talons, talons to the sky. To the sky. That's our new. Yeah, we're gonna get yeah, up real yeah, high with yeah, the right. metal scream. Yeah, screen. I can really get up here, and I'll be the, I'll be the lead vocalist. TJ Miller, the the wet willy of comedy. Yes, yeah, Steve, <laughs> Steve, I'm really the wettest willy around. It's always a pleasure, man. Congrats on the success. And uh, you're, seriously, you're one of my favorite people on earth. And if there weren't people Thanks, like you, man. it wouldn't be worth celebrating comedy. So We should go on a double date soon and get our, our willies wet. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. There it is. Double date it is. All right. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks, buddy. Bye, Laugh Button. All right. That was TJ Miller. I want to thank him. It's always awesome seeing him. And uh, uh, I... I you. <sighs> You must be really feeling the burn. We're no, gonna no, double no. date. We're double dating now. So well, here's the thing. Here's what. Here's what happened. Why that interview was playing? I just plugged my ears and said la 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 la. Well, you did that for 37 minutes. So I did. I did do it for 37 minutes. Know, wash my, your hands. I'm a little. I'm a little hoarse. <laughs> yeah, wash your hands. I am a little hoarse. All right. Huge thanks to T.J. Miller, and uh, it was a pleasure meeting your wife finally. And also Shauna, the makeup lady, she was a treat, man. Uh, it was good to hang with them. Had a lot of fun. Congrats on Deadpool. Everyone go see it if you haven't. Uh, head to thelaughbutton.com. We have a merch store there. We got some new stuff. We got yes. a t-shirt with our heads animated on it. Yes, we're selling tickets to Deadpool. We're going to take a cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> but we do. About? We do have a lot of contesting going on, which we have to. Oh talk my gosh, about. dude! We're uh, tons. We're giving away tickets to see Gilda's Laugh Fest. Yes. Uh, well, yes, we're giving away tickets to specific shows. Yes, at Gilda's I'm sorry, Laugh not, Fest. not to all of the fest, but yes. Uh, we mentioned we're going to be up there, which is going to be a lot of fun, and we're also giving away a pair of tickets to four different shows: yeah. Ron Funches, Jim Norton. David Cross and Roy Wood Jr. We have a pair of tickets to each of those. Yeah. And you can go to laughbutton.com to to enter for your chance to win. We're also giving away tickets for the three tenors who can't sing tour. That's right. They still can't sing. They even still can't after sing, all these shows, they still, they still can't sing. And Lewis Black. 
Yes, we're yes. still giving away tickets Dude, for Louis Black. Louis Black has done nothing but tour for the last year, and we've given away tickets to pretty much every tour on his dates. On his, on like the first and second runs of these dates, I'm so psyched about being able to do all this work with Louis Black. That's unbelievable. And then we'll be at South by Southwest. Oh, I can't wait. I know. Can't say anything else about it. We got. We 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 have big plans for South. By big big plans and uh, cool things to snag up this week. We'll give you a little tease, Graham Chapman, right? Yeah. You can uh, you can score that. Uh, Julia Rossi's got a new album. Past uh, TLB appearance, er. Yes, uh, it's a, called True most, Love. So that, make sure you that scoop that one up. That was the most awkward way to put that. <laughs> it was previous guest on the left button podcast. And uh, and also land yourself a copy of Brian Regan live at Radio City Music Hall on digital versatile disc. For Matt Kleinschmidt, lay out your socials. Uh, find me at I am Kleinschmidt. I'll be hunting TJ Miller on social media. Like, hey, TJ, why didn't you come do the interview from my sick bed? I'm pissed All right. I missed it. Uh, and guy. you can follow me on the socials at Mark Says Hi. Follow us collectively at The Laugh Button, thelaughbutton.com. For Bram, who got slammed, and Matt, <laughs> and myself. Bram slammed. Talk to you next time. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.